0: This is the auditory of the eighth day of the ninth month of year 2020. Wow, fall is getting coming and summer is almost over. And I can't believe it's September. Can't believe I've been back in Canada for such a long time. Just time is passing by so quickly. And I can't even blame it on COVID anymore because I feel like I am doing probably nearly as much as social activities. Well, maybe like 60 or 70% of what I would be doing if it weren't for COVID anyway. And so there's that. I don't know what I want to talk about right now. I basically just turned on the recording because I wanted some time to just slow down, collect my thoughts, and just do one thing at a time. This morning I woke up with renewed energy. I was really excited to just kind of get to my morning routine without getting too distracted by my phone, scrolling, anything like that but unfortunately, well, so I didn't get too distracted and it was alright. It was a good start to the morning um, but I had a two series of two calls um, at 9am and 10am and just organizing all that was confusing. And I did definitely fall into the trap of multitasking a little bit because the first one was a large orientation session with a with you know sixty plus people on the call so I didn't really need to actively participate and it was so easy to get distracted and start answering messages and all that multitasking just wasn't doing me very well in terms of my mental state in terms of where I'm at um, just It broke that um, thread or mode of single tasking and focusing and calm that I recollect every time I go out into the wild and so in South Chilcotton I had this intense just calm and peace and focus and just practice of single tasking that very quickly um, disappeared as soon as I came back home where I just had fifteen different Threads of thought floating through my head, jumping from one thread to another without feeling like I had completed any thread at a time. And so, but I had appointments to make, and so I, you know, did that call, answered a few messages in between and between the two calls, got on the second call, was noting, and again had. 15 different threads of thoughts floating from the previous call still floating around while the second call was happening. And so it's just now that I've been able to stop and this recording is a really good practice for me to just force myself to stop and sit and think and also hear my thoughts being verbalized externally. Just even doing that has calmed me down a lot. Um So again, I think I've been thanking you for being my audience quite a few times in the past few episodes, but I want to thank you again because really, you know this entire exercise helps my mental health. so thank you. I have a series of things to um, I have a series of things to think about a series of things to do. I have a long to-do list, which is not that on, uncommon or not normal. And it's all completely fine. All completely fine. Whew, just breathing in, breathing out. Um, and yeah, that's all it is. I am going to take a sip from my Cold, um, cold brewed decaf earl grey tea which is really great. If you ever get a chance, uh, I'm a fan of bergamot oil in general apparently because I really love earl grey tea. I like it better than regular uh, black tea. So I have my decaffeinated earl grey tea brewed in cold water. Uh, not sure if this is common everywhere but At least starbucks in canada has updated their cups to be drinkable really easily drinkable without a straw which is a great idea because now not only are you removing plastic you're also removing one extra annoying thing from the supply chain uh, because transporting straws and coordinating straws has a cost it's not even just about the plastic um, that's removed from the straws just removing one extra thing from our supply chain really makes a big difference in terms of carbon footprint and also now all the different parts of the cup are truly recyclable though I don't think that necessarily means that they get recycled but still at least it's one less piece of plastic that's not recyclable. And I am also reusing this cup so of course it's plastic I don't know if it's BPA free I would not trust it to do you know hot drinks times in a row but I can definitely trust it to just brew cold tea and so I'm happy to reuse it and it's reasonably durable plastic so I'm going to reuse it until I am kind of you know until this breaks down as of right now it looks as good as normal and it's the perfect size I mean Starbucks has done a good job of you know creating a perfect size and shape of cup so i am going to reuse this to brew my tea and it's going to be perfect portions every single time not to mention they have these wonderful um, little lines on the side to help me portion um, for example the milk i might put in my tea so let me take a sip of another sip of my tea and it tastes great vancouver is still really hot this entire weekend Um, there was labor day on monday so yesterday in canada was a uh, public holiday it was labor day and it was really really hot yesterday and i struggled a little bit with the heat i always struggle with heat uh, and a lot of direct sunshine especially where i'm at in terms of how my um, i think my uh, room faces northwest Which means that because it does, there's, and I have massive windows. um, The west facing part windows are also massive, the north facing part is also massive, and I get a lot of sunlight um, in the afternoon to evening. So it gets unbearably hot in my room, which is why I work in the living room where it's much, much cooler and so I do struggle all the time with the amount of heat not to mention that I really needed to recover from a backpacking trip a proper backpacking trip every time you know it's a lot of energy that I expend Um, and so I needed a full day of recovery cleaning laundry doing all that kind of stuff and so I think I've pretty much done all my laundry while I was at it I also washed my sheets and You know, did my regular laundry that I had a little bit left of before I went. Uh, Also, this is about the time of the month that I should be PMSing pretty hard. And I did wake up this morning and also last night with a fair bit of pain. uh, But not as not the very severe pain that I would have on the day of or the day before Um, I start menstruating. So, still had a fair bit of pain. I did take some Mito, which relieved it but unfortunately the other thing about mitle is caffeine there's a lot of caffeine in these painkillers especially uh, mitle because caffeine just gets your blood pumping faster and so the medicinal pain relieving qualities of the medication works faster i appreciate the principle of why they would use caffeine especially if you're in pain you want the effects to you want the pain to go away quickly, so I appreciate that. But, you know, as someone who really relies on mital, uh to get over these times of the month, I, I really struggle from the amount of caffeine intake that I inevitably have to take in through these pills. It, yeah, it's a bit of a struggle. I don't enjoy that part, so. And I think part of why I was just having so much trouble focusing and just felt so frazzled was because I had probably took in too much caffeine um, through Mydal. Uh One right before I went to sleep and this morning when I woke up was a little bit too much from my system and then all these external stimuli from the urban noises that I you know completely lost and forgot about when I was out in the wild and coming back to all these urban noises the heat the fatigue from the trip, uh, just you know, having a whole list of to-do list items to do, the hormonal part of being that time of the month. Um, because I don't know about you, I mean, I know there's lots of people who don't get massive mood swings uh, based on their menstrual cycle. I do get a, a fair swing, um, not an extremely severe swing, but I do get some of, a bit of a swing. And so all that combined together means a little bit stressful, and I don't think I was kind of in the right space um, to appreciate and to enjoy where I'm at right now. Phew! Um, and of course, now that the first, um, now that the backpacking trip of September is over, I should really plan for my adventure of October. Looking forward to that. Uh, I was think I'm. You know, I'm thinking that if I do get in another trip in November, October, I still think that I can do a solid backpacking trip um, of the normal kind and I might try to do it in uh, somewhere closer than South Tripottan, uh like either maybe Garibaldi or uh, somewhere kind of a bit closer, maybe pinecone Burke. Uh, somewhere a little bit easier and more accessible and I might try to slip in just like a simple overnight run with my with Emoto and maybe with a friend Um, so I might do something like that in the in-between and then the other thing would be you know October yeah it's probably still going to be warm enough especially if I go in the first week of October to do a quick run I will have to think about or we'll have to see if November will actually be early enough to do a proper snowshoeing adventure depending on the amount of snow we get uh, so because November is now getting into territory of maybe it's a little bit too cold to backpack especially in BC uh, I could potentially do something that is actually a snowshoeing trip to a certain hut and coming back so that might be one way to do it Another way is to go to the island. By that, I mean Vancouver Island. When people talk about the island in, and they live in um, lower mainland of British Columbia, uh, they mean the Vancouver Island, by the way, even though there's technically lots of different islands other than the Vancouver Island. But when they say the island, they mean the big island, which is the Vancouver Island. So Vancouver Island does have much warmer, more mild, milder temperate um, coastal climate which means that their winters tend to be less severe than on the mainland so I do think that I, that many of the trails in on the island will be accessible still in November it's not the optimal time uh, less so for the weather but also because there's less daylight in the day uh, where we are kind of in terms of um, latitude does mean that or is it longitude damn it i always i always get latitude and longitude mixed up i don't know but anyway we're north enough vancouver is one of the most southern cities in canada but uh vancouver is north enough that the daylight difference between um, the summer and winter is quite severe so in the dead of winter you know we're talking like january december we will have Plenty of days where um, it's 3 p.m. it's dark out, oh, so that does mean that hiking is quite difficult because not only do you have to fight the cold weather you also just have less hour less hours in the day to work with which means you can obviously make far less mileage so I'm either going to see and if we get quite a lot of snow especially in some of the more northern regions of um, more northern regions of uh of well i i not northern regions of bc because that's actually refers to a region that is probably 30 hours by driving from vancouver that's not how north i mean places that are a little bit more north than this very temperate coastal climate uh, of vancouver will probably get snow earlier and in november they'll have decent snow And also, of course, if you go higher up into the alpines, into the mountains, you'll get snow earlier. I also think E.C. Manning and Skagit Valley, which are two large provincial parks that are more east of Vancouver. The more east you go, and therefore further away from the western coast, uh, you go into this province, you get get, uh, less mild. Um, I wouldn't say, you know. Extreme or severe, but you definitely get less mild uh, temperatures and you do get snow earlier And I think both Scavagat Valley and E.C. Manning are higher in elevation um, They have plenty of mountains and so I think I might be able to bring a pair of snowshoes and a Snowshoe there, so that would be quite cool I do have to look up places where there would be huts or lodges because I'm not ready either in terms of gear or my fit- fitness level or just kind of safety knowledge. Uh, I'm not ready emotionally to do winter camping yet. I think I would like to either take some kind of courses uh, or go on a few guided trips up before I pick up winter camping. So I don't think I'm ready to do that yet. So unless I can find a guided tour, actually that might be a good idea. If I can get a, if I can find a guided tour to go in November, that might be. That might be a good option. Um, I'm going to do... Yeah. Like I, uh, I'll try to see if I can do a, basically another winter trip in November. You know, there is also obviously the very luxurious option of going to a proper ski resort. You know, renting out a hotel room and kind of skiing and snowshoeing and doing the, you know, what you would consider the ski resort adventure, not the backcountry experience per se but more so of a resort vacation which is also an outdoor adventure of its own kind I'm sure Uh, those are some of my plans for what to do next I don't know what I will do I know that I benefited immensely from not just the trip itself uh, but also The idea that I had a trip coming up really just helped me live through this so much better, live through the hard weeks better and it helped me focus and it just makes me appreciate the urban life, the career, the professional pursuits, the personal relationships, just so much more when I get a chance to do these kinds of things. And so, even though I feel a little bit like I've had my fill of outdoor adventure as of today because I've just come back from South cotton, um, I do think I should start planning because I'm pretty sure by the time early October runs around comes around, I'll be you know begging for some kind of outdoor excursion, so that will be good. Uh, hope you enjoyed the Uh, kind of regular life update again after a series of trail reports I'm pretty sure I still have quite a few podcast episodes scheduled and so you won't be hearing this you know on the 8th of September you'll be hearing this a few days from now Um, but it's quite nice to have a little bit bit of a backlog so that I just have a few episodes scheduled in advance Um, and then I feel a little bit better about uh, that means that I can upload more consistently (laughs) because I know that I definitely have days where um, I just forget or not just forget but I don't need to make an audio diary because I just don't need this calming, self-reflecting, journaling it's not an urgent, acute need yet so thank you for being my kind of like my free counseling (laughs) thank you for being my journal um thanks and talk to you very soon again bye bye